Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Hey guys, it's Amanda Davies. This is going to be an amazing live stream today because it is about a topic that I know is literally so close to everybody's heart because we're talking about heart, we're talking about soul, we're talking about intuition in business. So this is like the big freaking stuff, right? Because you guys know if you've been following me for any amount of time, it's like, yeah, I talk about the business strategy and I talk about lead flow and We talk about marketing and all of that sort of stuff. But here's what I want you to know, and I want you to really hear me when I say this. None of that shit matters if you are so disconnected from your intuition, from your soul, and you're unclear on how to keep your ego in check in your business. So I'm just going to come right out of the gate and say that, that I see so many people kind of fiddling around with strategies and overcomplicating things that actually they don't need to be overcomplicating. So I want you to guys to really hear me when I say your soul keeps everything simple in your business. I don't do anything complicated in my business. I don't teach, although I teach marketing and I talk about strategy, I don't teach anything particularly complicated because it doesn't need to be. All right. So I am a real fan of keeping things simple and your soul is going to be your guide and your mentor around that. 100%. We overcomplicate the shit out of everything. And excuse me because I do drop a few F-bombs and stuff every now and then, but we complicate the hell out of everything, right? We overcomplicate everything. We overanalyze everything. We pick things apart. We weigh up all of the pros and cons and we think about this, we think about that, we think about, oh, is this the right time? And we take ourselves out of the game. And it's like we make it so much more complicated than it needs to be. Honest to goodness, right? So this conversation today, it doesn't matter, quite frankly, whether you are religious, whether you are spiritual, whether you are atheist or anything in between. The reality is I know I'm preaching to the choir here when I talk about the soul because we all have a soul. All right, we all have a soul. We can get into the debating around it and where it's located and you know if it's located anywhere or what it actually looks like and all of sort of the BS around it. But the reality is, guys, is that we're a bag of bones and we have a soul that breathes life into us. And I believe with all of my heart, and I know you guys do too if you're here, that it's our soul that's guiding us every single day. But the problem is, is that we have just learned to drown her out. We've learned to drown her out. We've learned to cover her up in all of the ego BS. We've learned to hide from her. We've learned to tell her off. We've learned to basically just sort of run away as well. And what she's desperately crying out for is for us to listen to her wisdom. Listen to your wisdom. And you might be sitting there thinking, how is this applying to my business? Like, what has this got to do with business? This has got everything to do with your business. Everything. Because I know every single person here 
is creating a business or has created a business that really is just an expression of their soul's calling. So I've been doing this work with the soul for like over 20 years now. You guys know that I am a trained, I'm a registered psychologist. That kind of is how it all started. Um, and it all really started with my psychology professors saying, and I think I did a post on this, that it's like the soul is inconsequential. It's got no place in the, you know, the study of behavior. It's got no place in the study of humans. Doesn't matter, it's superfluous because everything we are as a human can be explained by brain processes, right? Personality, the way we make decisions, our beliefs, da 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 da. This is what my psychology professors told me 20 years ago, right, when I was studying. And I'm like, that kind of doesn't sound right <laughs> to me. Doesn't sound right to me, right? And so I kind of really started on this kind of like a quest, to be honest, to sort of discover what is it that we mean when we talk about soul? Like, what is the role of the soul in our life um, more generally? And obviously, now that I'm working in kind of this business capacity and working with women leaders, what does that really mean in terms of our values, how we drive our vision, business vision forward, how we make decisions, all of that. So it's like, it's become this real life's work of mine to, yes, of course, look at the mind and look at the ego and look at the incredible thing that is our body that's here to serve us. But it's also about looking at this other piece that's like, I believe, really here with a calling. It's here to express itself and is here to really help us fulfill our greater mission and purpose in this life. That is our soul. Okay, whether you want to put the religious kind of lens on that or whether you want to put a spiritual lens on that or whether you're just like, you know what, I'm atheist, but it's like I really do believe that we are all called and that there is something inside of us. doesn't matter. This conversation today is going to be for you either way. So let me know who's on. I can see some eyeballs. I see Becky. I see Tori. I see Alison. Who else is here, guys? Sometimes my comments can be a little bit slow. I'm on my phone today. Um, so bear with, I've got my, um, laptop just here too. So I'm going to be checking in with the comments as we go along. I'm going to be going for about half hour. I would say today, obviously, if you can't catch the whole thing, that's totally cool. Um, there'll be a replay and all that sort of stuff like always, but I'm just so happy to be here with you talking about the soul. I'm so pleased to be talking about this because it's like, we can talk about business strategy till the freaking cows come home, but it's like, this is where the real juice and the real power is. Okay. So, but let's kick off. Let's kick off. So a lot of people are struggling at the moment. I'm speaking to literally dozens of women every month about their business. Okay. And talking about what their next stage of growth looks like, you know, the fact that they're all standing as we all find ourselves kind of on what I call the burning platform of change. Right, where you know something's got to change, you know you need to make a decision, you know you need to up-level your business, or you need to exit a relationship, or you need to do something differently you know, in your life, we all find ourselves on this burning platform. And it just happens to be that obviously I speak to people about their business and you know what their business really represents, which is their soul's work, I believe, in the world. Hey, Katie, lovely to see you, gorgeous lady. So I find myself speaking to people all the time about this and where I see people struggle is that they still get caught up in, in what I call the mind spin, all right? So when they're sort of on this burning platform and it's like whether it's about their business or whether it's about their freaking relationship or whether it's about leaving their job or, or whatever, 
we end up so often in this mind spin place where it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, I've got all of the options. I've got all of this stuff that I could be deciding on. Do I or don't I? Do I invest? Don't I invest? Do I take that next step, that next step in my relationship or don't I? You know, and we end up creating this overwhelming struggle of BS for ourselves because we are not keeping things simple. And I'm going to talk about why we don't do this. I'm going to talk about how, obviously, that we can start to move past it as well as part of this live stream. But I really want us to first, before we get into the content, recognize that, and I've been here so many times myself, but it's like this mind spin. I want you to kind of really visualize, maybe it's a decision that you've made in your life or in your business. And I want you to kind of put yourself back there for a couple of seconds. And I want you to think about what comes up for you when you're in that place where you're like, do I or don't I? I know something's got to change and I'm standing on this burning platform. The flames are licking at my freaking feet and I know it's time to leap, but I'm scared. So I'd love to hear in the comments how you've found that before. Tell me, share with me a little bit about your experience. What kind of words come up for you? Just pop them in the comments. A lot of the stuff that comes up for people is around fear. It's around the what ifs. It's like, what the fuck? What if this doesn't work out? Like, where does that leave me? The anxiety around it, all of this stuff comes up for people. Okay. And like I said, I've been there. I've been on the cusp of so many big decisions in my life. You know, I'm almost 40 years old. You know, you don't kind of get to this point in your life without making some really big decisions as well. Um, you know, so whether it was the decision, obviously, to move from Sydney to London, whether it was the decision to start my business, whether it was the decision to leave my corporate job, or whether it was the decision to make my next business investment, whether it was the decision to leave a toxic relationship or, or whatever. Hey, Kitty. Lovely to see you too, gorgeous lady. You know, it's like I've found myself here so many times. Stop, freeze, just do it and jump. Right, Tori? Stop, freeze. This is kind of where we end up. And I've been there too. You know, when I've been on the cusp of making these decisions, you know, instinctively, I'm like, put the brakes on, whoa, kind of thing, or run and hide. Okay, and I'm going to talk about the ways that this sort of shows up in our decision-making process too and what you can kind of do about it. But you're absolutely right. Like, this is all of the stuff that churns through our emotions, churns through our, our system, obviously our body, floods our mind with all sorts of stress chemicals and all of this sort of stuff like there's a real biological issue that happens <laughs> issue kind of the thing that happens right when we're kind of in this place where we're really thinking about okay what to do next so i want to share with you guys you know there's obviously that body reaction but in terms of our mind i want to kind of draw our attention there for a sec because if we sort of talk about you know, when we're disconnected from our soul and when we're talking about what that really looks like and how that manifests, yes, there's those physical sensations, the stop, the freeze, the kind of the flooding of the stress hormones, the anxiety, the sticking our head in the sand sometimes and wanting to, you know, hide away from it all. We have this very strong physiological reaction, but also we have this kind of, as I said, the mind spin as well the mind spin, all right? So let me talk a little bit about what this looks like. 
the mind spin is, and I've got some notes here actually, because I was sort of writing down some of my thoughts from calls and things that I've been having and chats with clients too. But the mind spin can look like obviously the anxiety around the decision making and the uncertainty that goes with that, but also the trying to make the decision with your mind, with your brain, okay? Trying to make the decision around the pros, the cons, the writing out your lists, uh, getting the opinions from others, going through your reasoning and going through all of this rational thought because this is what the mind does so well, which is the amazing thing. And I'm, I'm not one of those coaches or one of those teachers that vilifies the mind and the ego. We need our mind, we need our ego precisely for this stuff. I'm gonna talk about where it sort of comes in, but the problem is when we let it take over and we start letting it go through all the different permutations and the like, oh, you know, should I do this, should I do that, the writing out the obsessive list, doing your post-it notes everywhere, the overvaluing the opinions of people or things outside of ourselves as well. So when we're disconnected from our soul and our inner voice, often this comes up. We start surveying everyone. What do you think I should do? What do you think about that? Oh, okay, oh no, I don't know. What about this? But what about if that happens? And we start to spin spin and spin and spin and spin. And this can be a really, really tricky place to get out of. And often how we get out of it is by running, by hiding, by freezing, by lashing out sometimes, running away, okay? Things like sticking our head in the sand and hoping all of our problems go away. This is another way that we, um, I guess the symptoms, for want of a better term, of, of not being really connected to our intuition and our soul's voice. We stick our head in the sand. We hope it all goes away. We're like, oh my God, like, don't look at me. Don't touch me. Don't come near me. We ghost on people. You know, we do all those sorts of behaviors that are just not, you know, not the highest versions of us as well. So we ghost on people. We don't get back to people. We ghost on ourselves. We ghost on our people around us as well. We jump right into that bloody imposter syndrome place as well, where it's like, can I really do this? Will this really work for me? Um, you know, I, is it possible? Well, she can do it, but I can't. Okay, what happens if, what happens if I leave this toxic relationship and I'm all alone and we start catastrophizing? Got it? Like, this is how we start to get ourselves into that tailspin or that mind spin of all of this garbage that we start to bring up when we're faced with a huge decision in our business, even in our life, all right? Creating stuff, you know, if we look at a business example, and I've written one down here, it's like creating stuff because you think that's what's gonna sell rather than actually what you wanna create. Not, and it's funny, I was speaking to an incredible lady yesterday who has this real dream on her heart to do a TEDx talk, but her last coach told her it was a bad idea. Why the freaking hell that would be a bad idea? I have no idea. Hang on. Tickle in my throat. <laughs> I've been talking a lot over the last couple of days, but just because someone said it was a bad idea, so we kind of, we jump ship on that, right? We jump ship on that without exploring it any further. Like these are all of the ways that we detach from our soul. 
we detach from that calling and that part of ourselves that's just like, I know the way. I know the way. But you're in so much of a mind spin over here, Amanda, that you can't see the way clearly. And there's so many different reasons why we do this, okay? And let me just give you a little bit of insight here before we get into sort of the tips around transforming this. There's so many reasons why we do this. And, you know, the first very obvious reason around why we do this is because it's it's partially it's instinct, all right? It's about protection. It's about that reptilian part of the brain that thinks that we're in real danger when we're faced with a decision as well. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a sec, but there's like this protective piece and instinct. But then there's also conditioning. And this is what a lot of people don't sort of talk about as well, where it's like actually... We're freaking conditioned as humans to overvalue the brain and overvalue our decision-making process that comes from the mind rather than the decisions and the impulses that come from our heart and our gut. Make sense? Let me know if you're following me, guys. I know you guys are super into this as well, but... We do this stuff, we get into this mind spin, partially because of protection and instinct. Got to protect ourselves. Oh, it's dangerous. Oh, danger. Don't leap. There's, you know, crocodiles down below kind of thing. Like there's that piece of our brain that's like literally freaking stop. But then there's also the part of us that's conditioned to give more weight and more value to the pros and the cons, to the lists, to the everything else that we do in our mind and particularly as women, to be cut off and disconnected from our intuition, our heart, and our gut reactions. We're learned, we're, we're learned, we're told, and we learn not to trust that. Makes no freaking sense to me. Makes no sense whatsoever, okay? We all know, and you know, this is a whole thing for a different live stream, but we all know how interconnected, you know, we have a lot of people in this, this group uh, that study the the gut and they study the gut brain, they study the heart and the freaking neurons and the everything else in these parts of our bodies. How the hell can we disconnect from and disregard any of that intelligence? Blows my mind, okay? And like I said, you know, we're conditioned to really overvalue the head, the brain. You know, there's so many reasons around why this is. If you look at this is like another whole live stream, but it's like the patriarchy, the way we're set up as a society, what we value in terms of education, all of the stuff, right? The old boys clubs, all that sort of stuff, right? We're taught to overvalue that. We're taught to overvalue our head. The problem with our head is that's where the reptilian part of our brain is also, <laughs> So for example, just to bring this to life a little bit with an example, it's like if you're on the cusp of making a really big decision in your business, so Tori, really good example, making a really big decision for yourself and for your business, okay? When there's not an obvious answer there, when there's not an obvious, well, obviously I need to do that. When there's factors that come into play, particularly money factors, particularly resources, all of that reptilian stuff as well, resources, when it becomes unclear, when the decision becomes unclear, that's when that part of our brain kicks in to say danger. Uncertainty equals danger in our heads. <laughs> okay? Uncertainty equals danger. So it's like, 
the fact that we're kind of overvaluing this stuff it's like it becomes this almost like this self-fulfilling prophecy as well where it's like we're overvaluing it and we're overvaluing that fear and that part of our brain that kicks in and says stop because uncertainty for us humans means danger this is why there is such power when we can start to equally if not more value our heart and our gut instincts our intuition the voice of our soul the thing that's guiding us constantly rather than getting so caught up in the mind spin does this make sense guys let me know if you've got questions let me just check in with the questions actually Kitty says, hello. Alison says, future thinking I find from clients, the what ifs X or what if Y. Absolutely, Alison. It's like that whole, what if this happens, but what if that happens? And we can get caught up in all the permutations around that. Mind trash, mind spin. Tori, stop, freeze, just do it and jump, right? Exactly. We're going to talk about the just do it and jump in a bit. We see Nat on the line. Hey, Nat. Uh, I think there's a little delay. There is sometimes with my... Um, live streams so sorry about that guys but I will come back and I'll address any questions and things that come up but I hope you're finding this useful I hope you're finding this useful because I'm going to talk a bit about some of the things to watch out for and how we can start to flip some of this stuff too because this is the thing that's going to completely transform your energy your certainty your confidence and the direction of your business because I'm going to show you guys how to keep things so simple so, so simple, <laughs> right? But first of all, before we do that, I want to just talk a little bit about why this is really a problem in your business. Because sometimes I think we're kind of aware that this stuff is like, you know, keeping you stuck and it's keeping you stagnant and like all of that. But it's like, I really want to bring this into your awareness around how this mind spin and the overvaluing our intellect uh, starts to create real problems for us. All right. So number one, Obviously fear, when we're in that place of fear or overthinking or uncertainty, fear, it starts to create that contraction energetically in our business. So we start to contract, we start to pull away from opportunities, we start to freeze, we start to ghost, we start to stick our head in the sand, we walk away from opportunities, we lash out sometimes as well. You know, it's the whole fight, fright, fleas thing, uh, whatever, fleas, <laughs> I just say fleas, you know what I mean, freeze. We do all of this stuff and the problem with it is, is that it just keeps us stuck. It keeps us in that place where we are small, we are broke, we're safe and frankly we're just, we're kind of, we back off from the burning platform of change because that's what's safe to do. So if you apply this to your business, it's like what opportunities maybe have you walked away from that intuitively, and I'm going to talk about this in a sec, but it's like intuitively you know you felt called to pursue or to at least look at a little bit more. But actually what you've done instead is wind back. You know, the, other, you know, the other topic that I talk a lot about, guys, is, is courage and certainty and confidence and stuff. That's like another one of the core things that I talk about and teach in my business, it all stems from this. 
And there are some very real situations as well where we need to pay attention to our fear. And I'm going to talk about what that is as well and what they look like. But in terms of your business, I want you to start thinking about this mind spin, the anxiety, the uncertainty, the danger, the fear. How is that serving you? Because I hand on heart am willing to bet it ain't. Like if you're in a place where you're not seeing the sort of results that you want to, to see, is there something going on here? Is there something about really stepping into being that sovereign? Remember I talk about sovereignty as well. Sovereignty, sovereignty, however you want to pronounce it. I talk about that. And this is where the real power comes from as well. When you can start to move past this stuff. I'm going to talk to you about that in a sec. So it's costing you in terms of keeping you stuck, frozen, in action. The other thing that it can be costing you as well is actually be sending you backwards in your business. So if you're not trusting your gut, right? If you're going forward with decisions in your business and you're not paying attention to your soul, you're ignoring your intuition and all of the signals and the, the conversation that she's giving you every single day, if you're just sort of going forward based on sort of the intellect, right? It could actually be sending you backwards. So for example, if you think about, if you do a discovery call with a particular client, you know, and you just, you have this hunch and you've got this gut feeling, which is how it often presents, this little voice that says, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> think about this, you know, and you ignore that and you ignore your intuition about somebody and you're like, hmm, okay, I need the money, gonna take them on as a client, can send your business way back. So this isn't just about staying stuck and, you know, shivering on the end of the burning platform and do I or don't I. This is actually about sending you backwards as well. This is how important it is to pay attention to your intuition. Because your intuition, I find, with people is never wrong. Intuition with people is quite clear. Quite clear. All right, I'm going to talk a bit more about this in a sec, but just hold that thought, okay? But can you see that it's like if you work with the wrong client, you sign them on, they're a pain in the butt, they don't show up, they don't do the work, um, they don't get the result, then they blame you. It's like, you know, it's not going to do wonders for your business, is it? <laughs> All right, so hopefully that makes sense, guys. Let me just check in on some comments. Let me know if you've got any questions. Just pop them in and take a sip of this. All right. The overarching message is this. We need to keep things simple. We need to keep things soul aligned. And to do that, we need to pay more attention to our soul. And I know probably most of the people actually in this group are intuitive. Maybe you're a religious, you know, religious or, or spiritual, or maybe you're not, and that's okay. But I think actually making the decision to listen to our soul and to put our soul in the driver's seat or the CEO position of our business, and we'll talk about how to do this, that is going to be the key for you. 
because yeah you might be sort of sitting here thinking well how does this relate to lead flow and cash flow and client flow in my business but it's like it's got everything to do with it because if you're constantly ignoring yourself you're constantly ignoring your intuition you're constantly telling your soul to just shut up and take a seat like what do you think that's going to do energetically in your business contraction danger anxiety all of this stuff so choosing to actually put your soul in that decision-making seat. I'm, notice I'm pointing to my head. In the decision-making seat. That's how conditioned we are. That's going to do wonders for your business. That's going to do wonders for your business. And then you might be thinking, okay, so what do we do with our mind and our brain? Our brain is so powerful and our ego is amazing. Like I said, I am not one of those people that vilifies the ego. We need our ego. If we didn't have our ego, we wouldn't get out of bed and brush our teeth and kind of semi-brush our hair in the morning, right? But it's like our ego needs to become the operations director. Hey, Sarah. Our ego is more like the ops director. Our ego, our mind, the decision-making and the processes that, that happen in our mind need to be more around the getting, the re getting resourceful, making the plan, showing up, brushing your teeth jumping on live stream, pressing the buttons, figuring out the technology, making it work, creating the plan. That's where our mind operates in the most amazing capacity. But it's like, it's when it gets confused and our mind thinks that it's in charge and we start to overvalue the decisions of our brain rather than our heart and our soul, that's when we end up in all sorts of shit. That's when we start to overcomplicate things and get into that mind spin I spoke about. So guys, if you're just joining, make sure you go back and catch the replay on this because uh, there's a load of stuff in the beginning of this that you need to be aware of for this sort of stuff to be making sense and where I'm at with the training. But, you know, this is really, really important. And it starts with us making the decision that our soul is in the driving seat. Okay. Unfortunately... And I find this particularly with a lot of intuitive people and um, people who are who follow the spiritual path is that sometimes, ironically, and I've done this too, ironically, we overcomplicate listening to our soul and we overcomplicate putting our soul into the driver's seat where we start to, like, um, you know, we consult outside of ourselves. Maybe we over-rely on things like cards or guides or astro charts or, or readings or soul blueprints or gene keys and all of this sort of stuff. You know, all of that, by the way, they're really useful tools. But if you've been following me for any sort of amount of time now, you know that I'm not big into spiritual tools from that perspective because actually I really believe, again, keeping it simple, our heart, our soul, always has the answers that we're looking for. That stuff can be really useful in terms of journaling prompts and getting you to see things or think about things differently, but it's when we over-rely on that to give us the answers, that's when I start to think that we, we venture into a bit of a dangerous zone there, okay? So remember, none of that stuff should replace your own sovereignty. None of that stuff. Whether it's the spiritual tools or whether it's the over-reliance on the opinion of others, whether it's your mental lists, none of that should replace your own soul sovereignty in your business. Do you get it? Does that make sense? 
We overcomplicate the shit out of stuff. <laughs> As people, we even overcomplicate our soul. And we don't need to. All right. Our soul has a very clear, a very direct and very simple voice when we choose to hear it. I'm going to give you some tips right now on how to do that. Does this make sense, guys? Let me know. I can't see any comments. Come on up. Let me just check on my laptop. How are you all? By the way, I hope everyone's well. Nice to see so many of you on here as well. And welcome to all of the newbies in the group too. I know we've had a lot of new members join recently too. Cool, we got Nisa, we got Sarah. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you guys. Sarah, we'll definitely go back and watch the rest. Awesome. Kitty Johnson. Da, 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 da. Drew my circle and jump right in. Oh my God, Kitty, that's awesome. So please, new self-forming. I'm glad that you watched that. And um, if some of you don't know what Kitty's referring to, I did a live stream um, last week, I think it was, where I talked about stepping into, talked about drawing the circles on the floor and drip, like stepping into this new version of yourself and stepping into that circle every day. So I'm so pleased that you're doing that. That's really cool. So that's great feedback. Awesome. All right, Tori, this is all making sense. Great. Great, great, great. All right. Couple of rules before we get into, I like a couple of rules, right? So rules, they're not really rules, but it's like principles, okay? I want you number one to commit to, because I can tell you the tool and I can tell you about how to tune in and what the voice of your soul sounds like and like all of that stuff. But unless you're prepared to really make the voice of your soul number one, then none of it matters. So I want you to commit right now, put your hand on your heart, that you are going to make your soul and your intuition the CEO of your business. That you are going to value the voice of your soul and your heart just as much, if not more than. Your ego might just need it just as much at this stage, but <laughs> just as much as your mind and your ego, okay? They've just got different roles. They've just got different roles. But right now, I want you to make that commitment, if you feel ready to, that you are gonna commit to valuing your heart and your gut. That's the commitment that we need to make first of all. Second of all, I want you to remember that your soul is always acting for and on behalf of your greatest good. For and on behalf of your greatest good. There is nothing sinister about the soul. There is nothing dark about it. Okay? Talk about shadow work and that's like a whole other thing. But it's like, in terms of your soul, it's like there's nothing but purity there. There's nothing but good intentions there for you. So I want you to kind of really feel into that and acknowledge that as well as part of this work. Soul is the CEO. It's always, always acting for and on behalf of your highest good. Okay. And then thirdly, I want you to remember that your soul is also wired towards growth. 
it's always guiding you towards growth, opportunity, love, and your highest good. Your soul is the thing that wants you to grow and evolve and fulfill your full potential as a human. I want you to remember this stuff. Because sometimes we so often think, and we get confused thinking our fear is our intuition. Like we kind of get tangled in that sometimes, don't we? Like I get tangled in that still as well. Like it's like, is this just fear or is it actually my gut? I'm going to tell you how to distinguish between them. But as a principle, I always want you to remember that your soul's always guiding you towards growth, potential, love, and your best interests. Okay. Fear is the voice that always says, stop, stop, freeze, whoa, hide, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's that part of our brain. I spoke about this in the beginning. It's like, it's that thing that says, don't walk down the dark alley. And you know, if you're in the streets of London or New York or Sydney or whatever, late at night, and there's a dodgy looking alley. Of course you don't walk down it. That's not necessarily intuition. That's just common sense <laughs> as well, right? So there's that, but then there's also, you know, intuition that kicks in and, and I find that intuition kicks in as well around decisions and it kicks in around things that you are considering. So for example, you might be saying something to yourself like, I'm so excited and I'm passionate about this, or wow, wouldn't that be interesting if, or what about that? So it's like when you have these little glimmers these like little whispers almost of, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be interesting? That's where I want you to follow it. Your fear is like a very like breaks on, but the intuition around opportunity and feeling excited and feeling passionate, explore that, explore that. The problem area is, is when there's like this middle area between the fear at one sort of end and the kind of the opportunity and the, the growth opportunity and the potential and the excitement. There's sort of this middle area that kind of is connected to the mind spin that I spoke about, which is the gray area. I can't do that. What if it's not the right time? Who am I to do this? Imposter syndrome. My intuition says I'm afraid and I shouldn't do it. <laughs> this is where I really want to offer a challenge to you. Okay. Because that is, the voice of the mind and the ego trying to run the show, okay? So it's really, really important that you challenge that when it comes up. Because, as I said, fear and intuition can get really tangled. But the best way to differentiate this is with a tool I'm going to share with you in a sec. But in high-level sort of terms, your fear is the voice of fear. Your intuition and your soul is clear it's gentle, but it's also fierce and direct. Okay. So this gray area is where I want you to think about challenging yourself because we all find ourselves in this position and particularly with, and like I said at the beginning, this comes up a lot with big decisions, comes up a lot with, with resources and money conversations and stuff like that. And I remember 
when I made an investment in my business as well, so I made, there was a period of time, it was about 12 months ago, where I made a lot of investments in a coach, I made an investment in a team, I made an investment in terms of my ad spend, like, so all of this sort of stuff, and I was making these really big decisions to go to that next sort of level in my business, and I found myself in this grey area, <laughs> where I was like, really, is this the right time, and what am I doing, and what if I hire someone who's not good enough, like, not good kind of thing in terms of my business and not the right fit what if I um, spend all this money and I you know my, it doesn't work and this is where we really need to start leaning on our soul and start leaning on our intuition because our soul and our intuition is always guiding us it's always that little voice that's sort of popping its hand up to say hey what about this and it's that clear and that calm and that loving voice that we just wrap up and ignore that we dress up as fear, that we say, oh no, have a seat too. Got it? So I had to really challenge myself at that time to start thinking about actually, is this really, this stuff that's coming up for me right now, is that really fear? Or is it actually something else? And I found myself in this middle ground and this is when I discovered this tool as well that I wanna share with you guys, which is, and it was something that actually was taught to me by one of my own coaches and mentors, and it's called soul whispering, okay? This is such a useful practice for everybody. And like I said, there's nothing involved apart from you and your soul. There's no cards, there's no guides, there's no asking other people for opinions, there's no pros and cons list. This is just a process of you connecting to that part of yourself that already knows the answer. Okay? So what I'm gonna do as well, I'm not gonna take you through the meditation here, but I am gonna ask you to reach out to me if you would like a copy of it, because it's something that I'm pulling together. I've got a couple of versions of it. I'm working on a new one at the moment that I'm gonna be sharing. So if you would like a copy of it, I'm happy to send it to you. It's totally free and, and all that sort of stuff, but. I'm just conscious of time too, but I want to sort of tell you that this is a process of just being. It's just finding the peace and the quiet, and it doesn't have to take hours. You don't have to be some kind of spiritual guru. You don't need to be anything other than someone with the intention of wanting to connect to your guidance and your wisdom. Okay. I find that using a guided visualization is the best way personally to connect to what my soul is really calling for. Because otherwise, you know, because I could just say, oh, you know, just go journal on it or just go sit with it or do your own kind of practice and all that. And that may work for you too. And that's totally cool. But I know that when people try to sit to meditate or to journal on the answers, the mind trash can come in and the, you know, the monkey mind and we sort of we get distracted and all of that. So this is why I think guided meditation is so powerful. So powerful. Because it actually just sort of, takes us into that place of focus as well. So when you're in that place where you're trying to distinguish between intuition, fear, soul, what's what, what's the right answer, a really simple process of sitting with your soul called soul whispering is probably one of the best tools I've found to do this. And like I said, it doesn't need anything other than you and a willingness to actually just sit down and ask the direct question of your soul 
ask the direct question of that part of you who already knows the answer. If you're faced with a decision, if you're faced with a troubling situation, if you're, in, if you're faced with an opportunity, just taking the time to put aside the mind spin and get really tapped into what we truly desire is going to make everything so simple in your business. And ultimately, guys, and like I said, if you want a copy of this free meditation, I'm happy to send it to you. Just, just PM me your details or email me amanda at lightpurposeliving.com and I'll send it to you totally for free, no strings attached or anything, because it's just such a useful tool um, that I think is going to really start simplifying things in your business. Okay? It's literally a guided process where you end up asking your soul a very simple, very direct question, and you listen. And there's one follow-up question, which is, is there anything else I need to know right now? Two questions. That's it. No overcomplicating, no pros and freaking cons list, no surveying people for their opinions. It's just you. You are sovereign. You know the answer. Having the courage to follow the answer is part two of the live stream, right? Because we could have the clear response. But having the courage to then show up and obviously answer the call is the next challenge. Your soul knows what your next offer should look like in your business. Your soul knows whether you should take an opportunity or not. Your soul knows whether or not this person is, is good for you or not, whether you should trust that person or not. You know. You know the answer. And look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend either that soul whispering comes easy, okay? It's something that I had to kind of really work at a little bit too. So please don't expect it's going to be like some kind of silver bullet. I say this all the time. You know, there's no silver bullets, Surprise, there's no silver bullets, right? You just got to practice this stuff. You got to practice and sort of sitting with your soul every day, literally 10 minutes is going to completely transform everything in your business. Everything. Yeah, it's going to be hard to connect sometimes with your soul because we've got so many layers of BS and conditioning and fear sort of patterns that sort of fold in and overlay all of that. But Practicing and showing up as a ritual and out of devotion to your soul every day is going to completely change the game of your business. Okay, so when people ask me, how's the soul relevant or connected to business? It's like, because it should be driving your decisions every day. You know, we shouldn't be over relying on our head and our intellect shouldn't be over relying on that stuff to to kind of you know make the decisions for us we rely on that stuff to make the plan to do the strategies and to make stuff happen and to put things out there and to execute but we overcomplicate everything including the soul so i just i wanted to really just bring it back for you guys today to say this is what it's about Let's kind of speak to and have a conversation with the part of us that already knows. There's nothing woo-woo about that. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, whether you want to call it sixth sense or intuition or something else, whatever your ego needs. But it's like, 
connecting to that part of us that's got the answers, guys, is where the power and the simplicity and the results are at too. Okay? So if you would like that meditation, okay, I'm making some changes to it, a couple of versions, but I'm doing some um, a new one. If you'd like it, just reach out, PM me or send me an email, amanda at lightpurposeliving.com and I'll send it to you. I'll just send you the link and you can try it out, see what you think. You know, like everything, your soul <laughs> will know whether or not it's for you. Okay, you might find another tool and that's great too. I mean, I find that um, also meditations and stuff by Rebecca Campbell are fantastic. So I don't know if you're familiar with the work of Rebecca. She's amazing. Uh, she does a lot of soul and guided meditations and stuff too, uh, and light sourcing and things like that. I mean, again, take it or leave it, find what works for you. But I am just, maybe I'm a simple girl. I just think keep it super simple, this stuff. You know, find something that works, find something that, and someone that you can trust with this stuff too, and just take it from there. Because honestly, this is going to be the thing that changes the game. All right. Awesome to see you guys here. Honestly, have an amazing day and look forward to doing another live stream very soon. Take care. Bye.